I adore a Jesus smackdown. I do. One of my favorite aspects of the gospel are those moments when Jesus shows up flipping over tables like a Jersey housewife. I love it. I love a smackdown. And today's gospel lesson does not disappoint. The gospel writer of Matthew refers to today's lessons today's lesson as Jesus' reproach of the cities, which is a nice way of saying that Jesus is angry. The cities, feeling the anger, is where Jesus has spent most of his time in ministry. In these cities, know him well, and he knows them perhaps too well. He knows their unbelief. He knows their unwillingness to change. He knows their refusal to yoke, to harness, to attach themselves to him and to his teachings. It's interesting to note the lectionary typically omits this section of Matthew's gospel. I think it has to do with our discomfort around personal reproach. We don't like it in our lives, and we certainly don't like it on Sunday mornings in our scriptures. Most of us would rather skip to the good parts, the easy parts, those parts about the humble and gentle Jesus leading flocks of sheep along a hillside. We want to we encounter Jesus who makes our lives easy and carefree like a Bob Ross painting. Yet I think we need to hear words of reproach, words of anger, words of disappointment, at least from time to time. And in this instance, Reproach for Jesus is not rejection. It is an expression of his compassion and concern. I wonder, what would Jesus say to you, to us as individuals, as a church, as a nation? Are we any different from from those cities? How have we responded to Christ and his teachings. Reflecting on this question raises a deeper and more fundamental question. To what or whom are you yoked? To what or whom do you give yourself? What or who takes priority in your life? What orients how you live and how you relate to others? What is the lens by which you make your decisions? The truth is, we all harness our lives to something. Another person, work, family, success, reputation, community, political affiliation. Sometimes our yokes are more interior, like fear, anxiety, anger, depression, particular beliefs and opinions, the losses and the tragedies of our lives. Regardless, they are the relationships and the attachments that we depend on for meaning. And for better or for worse, they give us our life's direction. We've all got them, and usually more than one. So what yokes do you wear? What yoke is primary in your life? Do you know the right answer? 
But is that really how you live? Is it reflected by your deeds and your relationships? If we're going to call ourselves Christians, we must then fully yoke ourselves to Christ. He must be the primary. And he must be the determining yoke in our lives. We cannot simply come to church, hear the gospel, sing some songs, say some prayers, and then go to brunch. It ain't the way. The gospel of Christ always demands a response. Always. And that's why I believe Jesus is so harsh with his words in today's gospel. The people in these cities have seen God among them. Jesus has cleansed their lepers, healed their sick, calmed their sea, cast out their demons. He's forgiven their faults, preached and taught in their streets. And still they reject him, are indifferent to him, look beyond him. Is your response any different to him? Oftentimes, more than we probably care to admit, we're like those children that the gospel refers to, those children in the marketplace, unhappy with whatever is offered to us. We want the gospel to fit our beliefs, our desires, and our agendas, rather than shaping our beliefs, our desires, and our agendas to fit the gospel, which is simply never going to happen. It's never going to bend to your will. So what does that mean for us, we claiming the mantle of Christians? It means we take seriously our life of discipleship. We work for justice and the dignity of every human being. We care for the poor. We feed the hungry and defend the oppressed. We love our enemies. We forgive. We offer forgiveness without asking if other is worthy. Our faithfulness should be evident by how we live and how we speak every moment of our lives. We live day by day praising God and giving thanks for God's gifts and God's blessings, and your life is a gift and a blessing. Never forget that. We let go of anger. We don't live in fear. And we trust that daily bread will be provided us. We take seriously our life of discipleship. So what yokes are you sporting? Which one is primary? I imagine if the primary yoke that you wear isn't Jesus, your life has a tendency to feel frenzied and fragmented. I imagine you have a tendency to compare, compete, and judge yourself and others. I imagine you live an exhausted life with not much depth or substance to offer, all of which points to a spiritual condition, a tear in the soul. Too often in our lives, we go it alone. We treat our weariness and we medicate our burdens with new stuff. 
new addictions, new busyness, a new quest for perfectionism, deflection from dealing with the truth of our lives. And the truth is, interior voids, tears in a soul, can never be filled or healed by exterior things. More often than not, we are just as weary and just as burdened afterwards as we were before. Are you weary? Are you burdened? What yoke is primary in your life? Although today's lesson begins with a wonderful smackdown, I don't believe that Jesus is is angry with the cities, with the peoples, due to misbehavior or, or disbelief, per se. I believe his reproach is born from a broken heart. You see, the people of these cities have chosen a life less than what they were created for. A life less than what God is offering. And this is why his words of reproach soon become words of invitation, words of love, words of concern. Come to me, all that are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle, humble in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. To take on the yoke of Christ is to take on his life. A life of wholeheartedness, a life of love, a life of compassion, a life of learning, a life of service, a life of forgiveness, a life reflective of God's life, a life of of God's hope for your life. But you have to choose which yoke you carry. So I ask again, what yoke is primary? Are you living a life less than what you were created for? Are you weary? Are you burdened? If so, maybe you need to consider a different yoke. It just so happens, fortunately for you, I know a guy. Thanks be to God. Amen.